previously on Masks and Mayhem. You're all gathered at Jack's Pub, which is right across from Ruby's apartment. Do you feel like Ruby's the kind of person who's on like a first name basis with the bartender, or? Sure, the one the, the from the bar across your street, probably. His name is Austin Yates, and he's been bartending there pretty much ever since you moved into the area. Um, apparently, remember that, like, uh, vigilante we were hearing about at the bar? Apparently it's Austin. There's this gang that's kind of always, kind of always been in the North End here. The Blue Cross Gang, it's getting real, making some big moves. It's going to, causing a lot of problems for the neighborhood. And then you see the fourth guy, the one that Ruby hadn't seen. And he's, like, a little gaunt-looking, taller dude... And every time he talks, though, you can see that he has, like, a distinct gold tooth. Myra runs back up and updates the team. Ruby, when she says gold tooth, that's what triggers a memory for you. You're fairly certain, given the voice and given the tooth, this is the guy who mugged you last year. And if you remember correctly, this is the guy that you hit with the hammer a year ago. You even referenced it earlier. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Okay, a hammer just appears in my, like, when did he get out of jail? Like, he went to jail. I don't think anybody who's with you is going to know that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say I got nothing. <laughs> but Austin looks at you and goes, wait, you know this guy? Not know him. He mugged me. And I beat him up with a hammer. Is that why he needs the tooth? He's the head of this little operation now. I mean... Wait, he's the head of the Blue Cross? Sorry, no, he's the head of these these couple guys. Oh, okay. Yeah! Oh, he thinks my name is Stephanie, because I made a fake ID to give him. One second, I need to write that down. Things Ruby's name is Stephanie. Also, can I just say that, like, I am so envious of this, like, episode for Ruby, because, like, I have been waiting <laughs> ten episodes for her to have that conversation with Bethany, and now this, I'm just like, oh, so good. <laughs> Good, I'm glad there's been some catharsis. Austin looks back over the perch. He's a dangerous dude. Yeah, his name's, uh, and he taps his head, uh, Elliot Ainsley. Okay, so I guess this is more your thing. What do you think we should do about him? And I say him and just glare in the direction. We gotta figure out when that deal's going down, but I mean, right now it's four on four. And I think we got the upper hand here, I hope. Suddenly you hear the kid in the uh, cashier booth yell. What does he yell? Hey, 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 guys, 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 don't, come on, I don't need any problems tonight. Okay, let's go save that kid. And Gangly Leary guy is, like, grabbing on the bars of the uh, cashier booth, kind of just, like, clamoring on them. Okay, I'm going to make my mask, make a hammer, because why not? Yeah. And be like, <laughs> okay, we gotta, I think we at least have to go stop them from, him from mugging this guy, too. Okay, what do you guys do next? I guess, I guess, leap me down. <laughs> 
Yeah, I won't. I want to follow Ruby down, but I want her to like show. Oh, she has the mask. I was gonna say like I wanted her to like break in there and be like, "It's me, bitches." <laughs> and then, but like, and then they think that she's alone, but we're actually like her backup. I mean, however you want to handle this. You know, uh, I would say leap me down, and maybe if I go alone and startle them, maybe they'll just leave them alone. But like, you guys just be like just outside the door. Can do. Just to point it out real quick, cashier kid, three guys, gold tooth, and you're outside. Okay, so I guess I just leap down with uh, Austin. Alright, Austin lets you down. He kind of just, like, skulks around the corner. It's really bright fluorescent lights inside, and outside there's no real lights except for, like, the neon signs, and he's kind of ducking underneath those and slowly making his way towards the door. Before you went down, I made myself, like, a, a new, like, random outfit so they wouldn't realize I'm the same person who was in there earlier. Okay. Ooh, attention to detail. Yeah. I was gonna have the hammer behind my back at first and walk into back into the bodega. So when you walk back in, the others are kind of in the back, kind of like doubling over laughing at gangly guy, like freaking the kid out. And suddenly they all stop and just look at you standing there in your clothes and your mask. And it's going to be like, hey, what are you guys doing? And the one uh, who's in the back, like next to Goldtooth, the one you think has the gun, he, she's, he just laughs and says, kid a load of this gal. What is uh, someone trying to replace Hornet? I'm just trying to get some snacks. And, you know, stop whatever the hell you're doing to him. The guy who was just laughing a moment ago goes a little serious and pulls up the shirt so you can see the gun in his waistband and says, run along, little girl. Whack him. Look. Well, I'm not close to him, right? Well, you're right here. Yeah, that's the guy who was messing with the kid. Yeah, you're right there. Yeah, that's not the one that has the gun, though. No, but let him know you mean business. We're right there. Yeah, I'm just going to take the hammer out and be like, I'm not scared of you. Fake until you make it. Or until you get shot. Actually, I'm going to say I'm not scared of you. Can I make an intimidation check? Is that a thing in this game? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try to make an intimidation check. Maybe not. <laughs> Nine. Nine total? Yeah. They all kind of stand their ground. Goldtooth, who's kind of like leaning up against the magazine rack. He's actually like reading a magazine. He hasn't really looked up since he started reading it. You were not, clearly not effective. And also the one who was harassing the kid stopped and he's like looking right at you now. And it's the one that's like kind of creepy looking. Imagine Crispin Glover. Oh God, that's... I'm just gonna, you know, try to fake it some more. Come on, we don't want any trouble. Just leave the poor kid alone. And the kid actually pops up from behind the counter. He goes, listen, listen, I will give you all the money in the register. Just please don't destroy the the shop. Do you destroy bodegas frequently? That's just me questioning at the gang. Because that just seems rude. The guy who had been comparing the uh, snack cakes for the longest time pops up and he goes, no one tells Blue Cross gang what to do. God damn it. (laughs) I'm I'm imagining myself playing a Pokemon game. Yeah, I was thinking Team Skull. Yeah. I'm picturing I'm picturing Michael Scott from that one episode of The Office where he has the bandana and he talks about the Dementors. <laughs> uh, and he actually, as he says that, rips open both snack cakes that he's been looking at and just eats both of them. Chaotic evil. And I'm gonna look at go like you're acting like a Pokemon villain. All right, at this point, Gangly Guy actually goes at you. Beat him. I would like to take a swing at him with the hammer. Okay, are you using your hero point to do it as a reaction? Yes. Okay, uh, make an attack check. Ooh, I'm rolling well tonight. 
Except we're all trying to intimidate people. Okay, 26 overall. All right, you definitely collide. What is your damage? Two. You collide with him in the stomach, and he kind of, like, doubles over backwards a bit, you know, because he wasn't really expecting the hit, but he does not go down. Okay. I am going to, like, kind of kick the door a little bit to maybe, like, signal, like, come in. (laughs) I want to... Let me see... I mean, you're not in the building right now. So yeah, no, I know. I'm trying to, I'm going to, like, come in doing something. Okay. Um, then I want to enter the building and use my water whips to uh, basically swat the two guys that are standing, like, direct, like, as you come in. Like, 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 whip each hand, just. What's the sound again? <laughs> okay. You're gonna you're trying to hit two guys. Yep. Yeah. So you're gonna roll with a negative one penalty uh, for the first roll. Plus. Uh, altogether, it's a thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. And now roll the second one with a negative two penalty. Ooh, negative two. Yikes. Oh, thank God, it's a good one. Okay, twenty three. All right. Let me roll for the first one. Oh, you are, are successful in hitting them, but describe it to me. Okay. So I get to use the noise again. <laughs> so I hear the commotion with Ruby and the gangly guy. And as she's about to really start to get into it with this guy, I need to even the odds. So as the commotion starts, I whip around the corner and I jump into the store and I immediately water whip both guys that are standing on the side of the uh, candy rack thing. Like how? So I whip them and just immediately just... (laughs) The water swings at them and the guy closer to you takes a slash across his chest and immediately just doubles over. Yeah. And he's like bleeding fairly profusely. Hell yeah. Get wrecked, scrub. And just kind of, like, rolls over onto the ground, reaches out, and then kind of goes unconscious. Damn, what did he roll? One. Oh, yikes. (laughs) (laughs) And so, meanwhile, the guy with the gun, the second guy, you slash at him. He gets whipped and falls over, but, like, staggeringly gets back up. In this case, then, I think it's time to roll initiative. Well, actually, sorry. Myra, do you want to do anything before we roll initiative? Since everyone else has kind of had a chance. No. Okay. I never roll well for initiative. I'm going first, as always, probably. I mean, even with my bonus, I only got 12. I got 35. Damn. Oh, I forgot. Speedster. Duh. Hyperact. Your official name now. Legit. 12. 12? Okay. I did that math in my head, by the way. Good job. All right, so let me roll for them. And uh, I assume Austin, right? Yes. Last one. Oh, that's some aggressive typing shit. (laughs) I just hear... It was very loud. You were very angry at that keyboard. Well, yeah. Okay, so Myra, it is your turn, and you're still outside of the uh, the convenience store. Okay, so... Who needs the most help? This guy, he's down for the count. Uh, The other guy is, like, knocked down, but he's still, like not out and then gold tooth hasn't taken any damage 
and then Ruby whacked the guy that's in the front, but that's it. I feel like what we should do is take out the two guys and then shake down Goldtooth for... No, I mean, like... Like strategy. And then shake down Goldtooth for some info. Especially, I assume he has a parole officer. Last time I checked, this dude was in jail. The mugger? Yeah, because he mugged me, and he got caught. I mean, he wasn't in there for long. So anyways, I go inside, and I'm gonna, like, super speed it to him, and I'm going to try to... Dang, I didn't think this through. I was gonna say, like, can I look around and see if there's something I could use to, like, tie his hands together? Perception is a free action, and talking is a free action, so, I mean, I guess technically you could. Talking is a free action, I'll make some rope on my next turn. Like, ask me to make some rope. Okay, could I, like, try knocking him out? Okay. So, do I roll something? Yeah. Um, are you gonna... Now, you do have multi-attack if you'd want. Uh, it doesn't do quite as much damage, but you can do multiple hits. Um, sure. Let's try that. Are there three guys in there? Three guys that are conscious. Three guys who are conscious. Okay. So, sure. Let's try multi-attack. The first person I'll go for is Goldtooth. Oh, no, no. I, I just meant, like, you can attack Goldtooth more th- with more than... Like, you can punch him multiple times. Oh. So, like, if he doesn't get knocked out in one go? Exactly. Okay, sure. But if he does get knocked out in one goal, then obviously multi-attack. Okay, fast attack. Yes, that's the one. 16 plus 5 is 21. Okay, uh, so are you attacking Goldtooth multiple times, what you're doing? Uh, yes, because I want him to be knocked out, because he's the most important one. Ooh, critical fail. You get, like, two really good shots in, and that's all it takes. You get one straight into his gut, and he doubles over, and as he's coming down, you hit him with the other fist straight up uppercut. Oh, wow, okay. And he just goes, and he just falls right back on the ground. He's not quite unconscious, but he's, like, not moving, and he kind of just, like, coughs up a little bit of blood. Oh. Ooh, oh, I didn't mean to hit you that hard. Do you say that? (laughs) I did say that out loud in character, but... I, I assume that it doesn't matter because... I'm just going to be like, yeah. Because, again, <laughs> this dude mugged me. Uh, now it's Gangly Guy's turn. Gangly Guy, after being hit with your hammer, gets up and goes to punch you, Ruby. Oh, I can't do a reaction because I already did that. Yeah. All right, he connects, so you're going to need to roll a toughness check. 20. Not, like, not in that 20. Just I got 20. So he collides and punches you in the chest like in the sternum okay when he does it feels really powerful like not what you were expecting from a guy this small and you take uh, a negative one penalty to your toughness gross you're also going to be uh dazed the next turn which means you can either attack or move but not both ruby very specifically said to austin strength is not her strength <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, RC here. I just wanted to take a moment and thank you for listening and sticking with the show, and I really hope you're enjoying the step-up arc. It's been really cool to set the crew up to dish out some street-level justice. This is a bit of a shorter episode, so there won't be an intel drop coming up in this week's episode. Now, since you all undoubtedly love movies and comics, I wanted to take a moment to tell you about the Indiegogo campaign for the short film Meanwhile. Graphic designer David Rafferty has always been a homebody. He loves Philadelphia, he loves his art, but his job designing pamphlets for a local media company has been nothing short of miserable. 
The only thing that gets him by is the support of his best friend Brooke, and the modest success of his passion project webcomic. After the comic picks up some buzz, a local shop offers shelf space, and David and Brooke jump at the chance to self-publish his dream. But when David gets the opportunity to take a job as a layout designer at a DC publishing company, David must face the prospect of leaving his best friend, his city, and the only world he's really known. Now let me tell you guys, it's going to be a really cool little movie. One of the perks even includes a real-life, full, 24-page graphic novel that introduces Mistress Mask, the character of the webcomic that David creates. Meanwhile is being made by some friends of the show, and we'd really appreciate it if you would go and support them. You can find them by searching for Meanwhile, the movie and comic collaboration on Indiegogo, or at a link on our website at masksandmayhem.com support. Alright, let's get back to the game. It's actually uh, your turn now, Ruby. Okay, but he's right by me now, right? Correct. I'm going to put my hands up and flash. Alright, you're going to do a razzle-dazzle? Yeah, I'm going to do the old razzle-dazzle. Okay. So what is your dazzle total? Uh, it's plus five, and then the DC is 15. Thank you. All right. He actually cries out because it's so bright. Uh, he just goes, ah! Like he puts one hand over his eyes and just starts swinging with the other one a bit. I was like, that's what you get. So in that case, then it's Yardak's turn. Okay. I, I'm i going to just say it, and then you can tell me if I can do it or not. While he is, because I have quick draw and everything, while he's, like, blinded and, like, flailing around, and then as he comes to, when he can finally see again, he sees that I have my spear up against his No, spear. his vision's gonna be impaired for at least a turn or two. Damn. I want him to, like, sort of, like, kind of, like, blanket, like, away, and then see that, like, I have my spear to his throat, and I'm gonna intimidate him. He's not gonna see anything you're doing. Or at least not well, like, he might see it a little bit. Okay, well, if he's gonna still be like that next turn, then I am going to, uh... Get the dude with a gun. <laughs> I was trying to, yeah, I didn't know if I wanted to get him or Gold Tooth, but yeah, I'm going to go to the- I got Gold Tooth. <laughs> yeah, well, he said he wasn't unconscious, but he was, like, coughing up blood. Uh, He's incapacitated. He's not fighting anymore. Okay. Fuck off, Gold Tooth. <laughs> with my spear drawn, I'm going to go over to the guy that's on the ground with the gun and tap him on the shoulder so he looks up at me, and I'm going to kind of jab my spear in his face and say, have you had enough yet, or do we need to continue this? So you're making an intimidation check? Yes, because I feel like we have sufficiently fucked them up. So let me roll. That is a crit fail. Uh, Ooh, I, I have luck. Okay. Ooh, I have another luck. Let's use that. Oh my god. Can I take the best of the worst? Sure. Okay. Well, it was an eight plus. I rolled a one, an eight, and a four. Fuck. Eight. Plus. How are they not intimidated by I know. Uh, it's a 15 altogether. And I've used up all my luck. God help me if I need to use this hero point. I feel like if that crit failed, you'd be like trying to intimidate him, like trip and like stab yourself with your own spear. He looks up and he is terrified. Ooh, oh, wow. Okay, I'll accept that. Good. He drops the gun on the ground and kind of just like keeps his hands like where you can see him. Hell yeah. I'm going to say, I told you I wasn't scared of you. All right. Yarek, are you going to do anything else with your turn? I don't really think I can, but, like, I just totally imagine Ruby coming up and being like, eat shit. Guy in the sportswear with the gun, well, previously with the gun, looks at all the whole scene and just makes a mad dash for the door and just pushes past Ruby um, and just starts running. Like, he just gets a little bit out the door by the time his turn ends. 
Because uh, talking is a free action, can I yell while he's talking? While he's leaving? Yeah, while he's running. Yeah. I'm just going to yell outside, because Austin's still outside. Someone's making a break for it. Austin actually says, I got him. And he runs and tackles him. And you hear Austin go, ah, and then also a punch colliding. They went around the corner, though, so Ruby, you can't see what's going on. And it's now uh, Myra's turn again. Okay, um, since I can go really fast, can I go outside to see what's happening? Yeah, so you run outside, and when you get there, illuminated by the neon lights, you see Hornet with a bloody fist, the guy on the ground, incapacitated, but also a knife sticking out of Hornet's side. You know what? Guess who's not getting healed? I was literally about to shout for (laughs) Yardak. He grabs the guy by, like, the shoulder and just, like, hoists him by his shirt and drags him with as he, like, just slides the knife out and drops it on the ground. Ooh, okay. I could probably take the guy, like, from Hornet so that he's not, like, you know, bleeding out. (laughs) He shrugs it off. He's like, I'm fine. And uh, we're also, we're out of initiative now. Oh, wait, no, sorry. There is still gangly guy. Oh, yeah, he's blinded. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's blinded. Which one was the gangly one? Was he the one that got blinded? Or... Yeah. So he wasn't incapacitated, just... No, he's blinded. But he actually takes uh, another swing for you, Ruby. All right, I guess... God damn it. He just won't quit. I mean, he is like, he gets, like, a disadvantage, right? Uh, yeah, he takes a penalty. Uh, he swings, misses, and hits the doorframe, and the doorframe, like, buckles from his punch. Why is this dude so strong? And I was just gonna yell, sorry, to the to the nerdy guy. And, oh yeah, the, the cashier is just, like, freaking out, like, oh no! Put him in a box. Actually, it's your turn again, Ruby. You know what? Because he's just hurting people now. I'm just gonna put him in a box. Or, like, put his fists in, like, concrete blocks or something. I tried to do that with the guy's feet that one time, and it didn't work. Okay, so you're putting him in a box? Yeah, I'm putting him in a box with holes, you know, holes on the top. Okay. Um, like he's a pet going home from the store. Describe to me the size of this box. Person size. Make a uh, a roll with your create. Um, do-do-do-do. Uh, 21. What's it made out of? What's it? What color is it? Give me some descriptors. It's, uh, like, gray stone and like i said there's holes at the top not trying to be cruel this thin gray box just forms around him constricting him so he can barely move and of course he's still kind of blinded so he doesn't know what's going on but he just starts going ah 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 and then uh just kind of passes out look at least he'll stop causing damage now yeah like he just sounds like he basically wore himself out is what happened mm-hmm. got two bloodied up guys Goldtooth and this guy in the uh in the box. Okay, is has like Hornet come back yet? Yeah, yeah, because he wasn't that far away. He was just like just outside the building. So like he dragged the guy back in. I'm like, see, boxes very useful. And he smiles and gives like a little uh upward bro nod. Okay, I think we were gonna try to like get information out of some of these people, but we knocked all of them out. <laughs> well, no, Goldtooth is still uh, like awake enough. But he's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, like he's not like unconscious, but he is very much down for the count. I am going to make some rope and then tie his hands behind his back. Also, this kid is like freaking out. If you guys don't leave, I'm going to call the police. I'm, I'm not going to call the police anyway. I mean, we are the police. No, I'm kidding. 
ooh, no, we should just leave them all tied up for the police. And I was like, we're just going to tie them up and call the authorities to come get these guys. And the kid, like, shakily nods and said, like, okay, okay, yeah, um, oh my god. You know what, I'm gonna ask, what prescription glasses do you wear? Because the glasses are falling apart, right? You cannot make prescription glasses. Okay. <laughs> you can make him new frames. You know what, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna make some, some trendy frames and be like, I can't make prescription, but you seem like you, you can use some new ones. Thanks. Uh, who are you guys? Uh. Um. Super a friend. A bunch of misfits. Hornet looks at him and goes, this isn't a Saturday morning cartoon, kid. Call the police and leave. <laughs> wow. He's just not a... Way to bring down the mood. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, he's the only one who got a stab wound out of this. Yeah, well. Fair. I guess he's allowed to be grumpy. Um, so you guys tie them up? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except for gangly guy, presumably. You know what? He's passed out now, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to take him out of the box, because if I don't, the police have to, like, smack down the box. <laughs> and then tie him up as well, and then I'm going to try to intimidate Goldtooth and be like, what deal were you trying to make? Have we met before? And I, I just uh, ignore it. What are you doing that's intimidating in this? Standing over him and just around the carnage. Okay, roll intimidation. Better. 19. Listen, lady, I I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, we were just having some fun with the kid. Yeah, seemed like you were trying to rob the place. And, well, I mean, we also heard him talk about the deal. Yeah. And you weren't being that subtle. We heard you. The door was wide open, dude. And I'm just gonna give him this look of, you're an idiot. Yeah, well, Blue Cross Gang doesn't talk. You were talking quite loudly before, dude. No, I mean, like, I'm not gonna give you- I know what you meant! If I tell you, will you let me go? Do I seem like I would? You can lie. It seemed worth a shot. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I already said that. Also, you can, uh, say, like, if the information's good enough. Because he is just a low-level guy, and if the information will- I'm gonna- you know what? What I'm gonna say is, like, I can maybe, uh- Talk to the authorities to make to let them go. Make them go easy on you. All right. Is this a truthful thing, or are you trying to deceive no, him? No, I have no <laughs> connection to the authorities. You know Officer Winslow. I do know Officer Winslow. I forgot about him. But Officer Winslow usually is usually doing downtown stuff. He doesn't really go to the North End. Yeah, it's it's a deception. Good luck. I rolled a nineteen, and my deception is ten. So twenty nine. 29. Yeah, okay, yeah. What do you, you want to know about? What deal were you trying to make, dude? We got, uh, got this new drug hitting the streets. We're gonna be the first ones to get on it. What drug? They're called Slammer Packs. Still not stupid as the name of the drug on Riverdale. What was that one? On Riverdale? It's called Jingle Jangle. <laughs> and I'm like, why do drug names keep getting stupider? What, is, what does the drug do? I mean, you kind of just saw it with uh, Gangly over there. Ooh, makes you strong. That is not a good thing to have out there. Strong and thin. It's basically cocaine. I mean, he takes like a he t he took like an extra an extra hit, but like makes you feel stronger, makes you a little more accurate, makes you just feel good. Yeah, there's a reason this shit's illegal. So, like, is that enough? Maybe. 
Who, who's your supplier? That's a little above my pay grade. I just know where I'm supposed to pick up the first shipment. Yeah, I figured that much. Where? Where were you supposed to pick it up? I mean, originally they were going to drop some off here for us, but they rescheduled on me. When did they reschedule for? <sighs> Two days from today. About this time, uh, about this time, uh, what is this, Wednesday night? About this time, Friday night. Okay. It's around 10 p.m. right now. Mm-hmm. They said if we got a big enough shipment, they were going to throw in some weapons, too. I guess now I'm going to wait for the police. All right, uh, the kid called them and, and dashed out the door before you started interrogating him, so it's been like a couple minutes. A single police cruiser pulls on up, police officer walks in under the scene, sees the lot of you and goes... All right, North End's getting a little weirder. Uh, also, right before... Did Austin take off? Austin took off. <laughs> like, that, it doesn't seem like his, his scene to stay. And I'm going to say, uh, we stopped uh, robberies and they uh, from going down. And uh, this guy was also told me a bit about a drug deal. I mean, he was helpful, if that's of any consequence. And, and Goldtooth looks up and says... Hey, 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 wait, wait, you, you said you knew somebody. I don't know this guy. <laughs> it's still truthful. The officer walks up and looks at, at Goldtooth and the rest of the gang. He goes, all right, so you're saying that there was a robbery? They, or they were like trying to get the guy behind the counter, the cashier. That's what that is. Yeah. They were intimidating the cashier and trying to get him to give them the money. When I came in and told them to cut it out, one of them attacked me. And then, uh, like, kind of all did. And we won. He observes the damage to the doorframe and, like, some of the blood that's on the floor. And I'm like, oh, he did. I'm going to put it to that one. He did that. Um, apparently the new drug makes people strong. And he kind of surveys it all and goes... You hero types really wreck a place, can't you? Again, that was him. He just read the door. And he leans over to the little calm on his shoulder and says, Yeah, this is Officer Davis. Uh, yeah, we got a 311 over here um, at corner of Poplar and Orange. Uh, we're going to need uh, another two cars to transport. I guess, like, we'll take it from here. Sounds good, officer. And I'm going to assume I, like, told the officer when the deal was supposed to go down. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I got it. I put it I'll put it in my notes. Th- thanks for your service, officer. And he kind of gives, like, a little two-finger, like, uh, sarcastic salute of his own. Everybody we helped today is kind of a butthole about it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, bye. I just kind of, you know, leave. So you guys head out? Yes. Mm-hmm. What do you do next? Uh, Bed? I, <laughs> I guess walk back to my apartment and quick text to Bethany, everything's good. And then Austin texts you and says, so are you going to be there 10 o'clock on Friday? And I'm going to say, uh, sure, but I also told the officer that showed up about it just in case. He texts back, yeah, Davis isn't going to do anything with it. Well, okay, then I'll be there. And then I'm also going to... Want to be in a in a group chat? <laughs> ask that to Austin. He already said he doesn't want my help, so he never said that. No, no, I offered to help him with like uh, potentially like growing his powers, getting him access to like union stuff, which would help him. I healed him, and then every time I tried to do something else for him, he was like, "No, no, no, I'm angsty bang boy." 
<laughs> I also don't know why you keep saying he has bangs. I visualize it, so therefore he has bangs. It's canon. Okay. Okay, Cillian Murphy, but bangs. Cillian Murphy has bangs! So, yeah, he texts you and says, Alright, I'll see you Friday. Guess I'm stopping a drug deal on Friday. Chapter 12 Step Up Part 4 Masks and Mayhem uses Mutants and Masterminds 3rd edition by Green Run and Press. We are not affiliated. The show is written, produced, and magically healed by myself, R.C. Byler. You can subscribe to us for free forever on all major podcast platforms. If you use Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. This week's Intel Drop was brought to you by Pope Brandon Brownson. Follow us on Twitter at MayhemCast and leave us some feedback with the MayhemCast hashtag. You might even show up as an NPC if you do. Our official art is by Jen Evans, and our branding is by AJ Solomon. Our theme music is by Cloud Road Music. Additional music credits, social media links, blog posts, and episodes can be found on our website at masksandmayhem.com.